Hello and welcome to this loaded midweek edition of the Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcaster, Chris Belcher. You can follow me at Chris Belcher24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms. Give us a follow, especially this week. Why? Because it is WrestleMania week. We are going to be in Dallas on the ground for WrestleMania weekend. So tons of extra content coming your way. Make sure you follow us on social media. And if you're a first time listener to the podcast, you have found the perfect time to find our show. Lots of great content, lots of bonus content that we've shelled out all week so far. And we'll continue to shell out for the next week or so. When I say we, it's not just me. You don't have to l- sit and listen to me blab for the next hour of your life. My co-host, the young buck, Mr. Andy York is with us. Andy, WrestleMania week is here. We are, as we record this podcast, less than 24 hours from getting in the car for one of the most miserable car rides we'll ever have in our life. Yes. And I am dreading that part of it, but everything else I am looking forward to. I it's, it's been weird. Cause I think we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Like it seems like, WrestleMania came up really quick, but ever since last Wednesday, it seems like it has been taking forever yes. to get to tomorrow. Like as of time of recording, tomorrow to leave to yes. head to Dallas for not just WrestleMania, but all the other fun stuff that we're gonna get into and talk about, and you know, sleep deprive ourselves over. So it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. So make sure you follow along with us. Andy's at Andy underscore PBWP. I'm at Chris Belcher twenty four. Make sure that you. Uh, check us out, follow along. Uh, we would appreciate that very much. Your interaction. Um, you know, we want to talk about what you want to hear about. Well, this week you're going to hear a lot about WrestleMania. <laughs> you already have, if you've been keeping up with us, we've done watch alongs. We've done countdowns. We've done all kinds of crazy stuff and it's still coming your way. We're going to preview WrestleMania today. Um, and then we're going to bring on Jared justice again for another episode to talk about road trips for the past WrestleManias. And then Andy and I are going to record some road trips. We're going to recap WrestleMania live. We're also going to be live on Sportswire Radio on Saturday at noon Eastern time. So mark your calendars. Saturday at noon Eastern time, 11 Central. Sportswire Radio, that's sportinarium.com forward slash player. Andy and I will be live with Tom um, talking about WrestleMania, giving you a preview as long as Andy and I are awake enough, <laughs> um, might not be a lot of energy in that radio yeah, show. Low Andy, energy but show. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we're going to give you an on-the-ground report from Dallas, uh, one of the first of many, I'm sure. So before we get to talking about Dallas, though, because we got a lot to cover, we promised you all last week we'd tell you exactly what we're going to get into while we're there and that kind of thing. So uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. But first, uh, we have the sad news last week that we do need to address we're going to devote a full episode to this after wrestlemania but the news that triple h his in-ring career is officially over due to the health concerns that he had last year um and man honestly a lot of people don't like triple h a lot of people think that he just buries guys and that um you know the stories go on and on I, i could i couldn't repeat all of them obviously but a lot of people don't like him, but I don't care who you are. Like as a wrestling fan, watching that interview with him and describing what happened to him 
and what almost happened to him, man, it was heart wrenching. It really was. Yeah, I, you know, it's been a it's been a a tough couple of weeks, you know, dealing with some of this stuff because we had the the tragic sudden passing of Scott Hall, um, and then you know, hearing Triple H talk, I, I think we all knew that the procedure and stuff he had was pretty serious. I mean, the way that they they talked about it, but I don't think we all understood how serious it actually was until this interview with Stephen A. And you know, I I Triple H is one of my favorites of all time. Yep. Um, I, I'm a sucker for the bad guys. I'm just, you know, I, the quick shout out to the evil documentary thing that they've been doing on Peacock. I have loved every single second of it because it's really interesting to get the in-depth look at right. some of the best heels in wrestling. And when you talk about some of the best heels in wrestling, you cannot leave out triple H. Um, he is great at getting under people's skin. He yep. is great. He was great at, um, making you hate him. He also had one of the most punchable faces in the world, which definitely helps. Yep. Um, and, you know, you hear you hear the horror stories. And, you know, I'm also a big CM Punk fan, so there was a time when I wasn't a huge Triple H fan because right. of politics and things like that. But, you know, you put that stuff aside when you look at the career of a guy like Triple H. And he, he has uh, – we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I, I think William Regal has one of the greatest minds in wrestling. I think Triple H is the greatest mind in wrestling um, yeah. to build NXT from a stupid game show to the hottest promotion in North and wrestling yep. uh, for like four or five years straight um, is not an easy thing to do. And to see what he was able to create out of nothing, literally nothing was yep. absolutely amazing. So, um, you know, just, it, it sucks that we're not going to get to see him in the ring anymore. But, um, you know, it, it makes us cherish what, what we did have with him even more. Absolutely. And I'm like you, you know, Triple H is one of my all-time favorites. Anybody that knows me makes fun of me because Triple H is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. <laughs> I can't help it. Like, his, that's one of the reasons that I, that the Ruthless Aggression era is my favorite era of all time mm -hmm. is because the feud that he had with Shawn Michaels for two years, like, that was that's two of my favorites all time going at it yeah. and doing some of the best work of their career. Like on one hand, you hated Triple H during that time because that was his quote reign of terror. But on the other hand, like I loved him and it was great. <laughs> and I was a huge Triple H fan. So right. uh, very sad, especially because he hinted at the fact that they were potentially going to do something at WrestleMania this year with him in the ring. So yeah, very sad from that perspective, but Overall, man, uh, just glad that he is on, on the other side of this, at least for now. I'm sure that uh, genetics and heart issues, you know, they run in his family, like he said. So some things could come back up, um, hopefully not as serious, but coming from a guy who is from a family that has some heart issues, like they always rear their ugly head at some point. Uh, yeah. But hopefully the worst of that is behind Triple H for him for his family, for the future of wrestling. And yes, it sucks that he's not going to get back in the ring again, but it's probably for the best. Yeah, absolutely. So again, we're going to devote a whole episode to that after WrestleMania, after we get everything um, on the books for WrestleMania that we're going to talk about and that kind of thing. We do want to talk about Triple H and honor his career. I don't care what anybody says. He's one of the best of all time. And we're going to talk about him because it's our podcast. All right. <laughs> That being said, 
the reason that we can't talk about Triple H in long form right now, and the reason we really <laughs> can't touch on AEW right now, a lot of stuff going on, Tony Storm debuting, uh, a lot of great wrestling going on over there, but we can't really talk about it because we don't have time. Um, we are talking about WrestleMania, and not just WrestleMania, the event itself, WrestleMania, the experience, the whole weekend, the most stupendous two-night event in history and everything that's going to go with it. Andy and I are going to be on the ground in Dallas. As you're listening to this, we're probably on our way. Um, <laughs> but we're doing more than just WrestleMania, especially yeah. Andy getting to experience this for the first time. There's things that I'm getting to experience for the first time. Andy, we're hitting up WrestleCon, which is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, I've been to some of these things on a smaller scale, but man, nothing like we're going to experience with WrestleCon. Um, and it's not just because of who we're going to meet, but you know, just the whole experience of yeah. what that's going to be like, but let's run through real quick. Tell everybody what you're looking forward to about WrestleCon and, and who you plan on getting to interact with and meet there. Yeah, so the thing I'm looking forward to, one of the things I'm looking forward to the most, not just about WrestleCon, but about the whole entire weekend, is being around a whole bunch of wrestling fans. Um, I am really looking forward to that aspect of WrestleMania weekend because, you know, I, I think we all know that the WrestleMania weekend is not just about WWE because a lot of independent right. shows and stuff are around there. And there, we had a tough time narrowing down what we were going to do this weekend because we had plans to do a whole bunch of other stuff sure time-wise and money-wise. We were like, we can't physically do all of this without our wives no. killing us and divorcing us. And so that was not an option. So um, I'm looking forward to WrestleCon, though, to see a lot of pro wrestling fans um, mm -hmm. from around the world. Like All, all of that's going to be so cool. Uh, on my list to see, um, I have a lot of top priorities for myself and for my wife as well. Um, because well, one of the first people I'm, I'm meeting the first person, when we talked about this, I said, well, I have to meet Bray Wyatt because if yes. you've listened to this podcast for any, any length of time, I am one of the bigger Bray, Bray Wyatt marks. Um, I, I love Bray Wyatt and everything that he's done. So I get to meet him. That, that's going to be really cool. Um, get to meet Killer Cross, Karrion Cross. That's going to be awesome. Um, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, um, Jungle Boy, that's more for my wife, but I'm gonna I'm excited to meet Jungle Boy as well because he is that's one of the hottest he's one of the hottest wrestlers in AEW right now as well. So that's, that's gonna right. be really cool to see him. Um and you know, there's some other people on my list that if I have time and the lines aren't long, I'm gonna jump in to see um because right. I couldn't see everybody all at once. Um but there's there's a lot of guys that I'm I'm looking forward to meeting and seeing and you know, whoever you see downtown as well, walking around, you never know what, what you're gonna see. That is definitely true. I mean, you've seen videos floating around of, of WWE wrestlers walking around downtown with fans during WrestleMania weekend. So that, that could happen. Uh, yeah. Johnny Gargano is also on my list. Of course, Johnny Gargano is on my list. Um, and then the rest of my list is sort of up in the air. And the reason is because we're trying to fit. I'm trying to fit in. But we'll skip to Sunday. Andy and I have tickets to go see the WrestleMania access panel with Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. That is on Sunday afternoon. Well, during the same time as the panel is a meet and greet at access with Shawn Michaels. Anybody that knows me knows 
that what I just said is a meet and greet with Shawn Michaels yeah. and this belt that's over my shoulder <laughs> right here has the chance to get signed. So, um, my list is sort of tentative because I need to get on the ground in Dallas and I need to figure out if I can feasibly make the panel and Sean work because yeah. Andy and I had tickets for the panel before we found out about the Sean thing. So, <laughs> yeah. um, we'll see, but I'm like you, Adam Cullen, Britt Baker on my list. If that were to happen, uh, if I'm able to make that happen, uh, Brian Myers and, uh, Matt Cardona, major wrestling for your podcast guys, of course. Jeff Jarrett, Christian, I would like to get to. And then for our boy, Jared Justice, I want to get a few things signed for him by Kevin Sullivan, who's going to be there. So any of you guys who are longtime listeners of this podcast knows that Jared and Kevin Sullivan go way, 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 way back. Uh, so that's going to be fun to be able to tackle. So we're going to go from, we're going to get, Get there in Dallas, go straight to Access, check out what all they have, go to the Superstore, buy our uh, I Was There t-shirt. Everybody that knows me knows that that's one of the things I go for. Um, buy our t-shirts, whatever, and then go to WrestleCon and meet all these people. And then if that wasn't enough for driving all through the night Thursday to get there on Friday and do these things, then Andy and I decided it was a great idea. <laughs> To go to SmackDown on Friday night. Yeah. Mainly because it's The Undertaker. Yeah. And it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And now, Andy, we get the present of Scott Steiner and a live microphone at the Hall of Fame because the Steiner brothers are going in. I, You know what? <laughs> it's going to make for a long day, man, but I think we made the right choice. As long as we get a... a Steiner math promo section of the Hall of Fame. That's all I care about is if we get if we get that section. No, I mean we we talked about it. We wrestled over it for weeks about whether to do SmackDown and the Hall of Fame. Um, and I think it kind of came down to the fact of like we're not. I think we'll get to see the Undertaker at WrestleMania anyway because they're going to do the Hall of Fame section. I'm sure he's going to come out. You know, he may even get involved in some other way, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, a little bit later yes. on. Yes. But I think, to me, it's more interesting to see Mark Calloway at the Hall of Fame than The Undertaker. And so I think that that part is going to be really, really cool. Um, also, to see Vader get inducted after we kind of willed that to be is, is really cool as well. We definitely um, did. That's true. And then, you know, seeing seeing that Shag Gaspard is going to get the Warrior Award, Um Definitely deserving, truly deserving. Um, he is, in every sense of the word, a hero. And I think he deserves to get this honor and respect. And so that's going to be really cool. Plus, the SmackDown card is going to be um, interesting, is a good fun. way to put it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. fun. Um, a little disappointing at the same time because of things I'm sure we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. But, yeah, I mean, I mean when in Rome, might as well go to SmackDown and the Hall of Fame as well. That is a hundred percent correct. Um, and I'm like you, man, you hit it on the head. We want to see Mark Calloway. Not only do we want to see Mark Calloway, Vince McMahon is inducting him. This yeah. is only the second time Vince has ever inducted anybody. So it's very special. It's very important. Plus, uh, listening to Undertaker's interview with Ryan Satin on his podcast two weeks ago, he said, my retirement moment at Survivor Series I had a bunch of people that I invited to be there and they were there, but there were no fans. He said, now I truly get a moment in front of the fans. Yeah. So like instantly when he said that, I was like, Oh, I need to <laughs> Gotta be there. Go. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta like go. this, 
this is going to be an incredible moment to yeah. celebrate the career of the greatest character of all time yeah. and probably a member of the Mount Rushmore professional wrestling. How often do you get that chance? Right. So we made the decision we're going to go. Um, so that's all on Friday. Saturday is going to roll around, man. And I already mentioned earlier, we're going to be live on Sportswire Radio, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Make sure you tune in to sportnarium.com forward slash player so that you can hear us on the show with the Reverend Tom Bryce. And then WrestleMania Saturday is going to commence. Um, and I'm sure we'll fit some Whataburger in there beforehand or afterwards. <laughs> afterwards, yeah. Um, and then, again, make sure you guys tune in. Bodyslam.net's YouTube channel. We're going to be live after the show. I don't know exactly what time. It depends on when we get back to our hotel room. But we're going to be live. We're going to talk about each night. Make sure you tune in and interact with us. So that's Saturday. Sunday, we'll head back to Access for Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Maybe Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and then we will head back to AT&T Stadium for Sunday night of WrestleMania and then get up bright and early on Monday morning and make the long, treacherous drive back home. Um, Andy, I've told you this before. Actually, I told you this before we started recording when we were kind of talking about what we're going to do and settling our travel plans and figuring all that up. We are going to be exhausted but we're going to look back on this weekend and it's going to be incredible. Yeah. But there's going to be times, man, when it's going to be hard to get through. We're going to have to power through, <laughs> but that's WrestleMania, man. That Every is. WrestleMania that I've been to, I've been exhausted by the end of it, but yep. that's the way it goes, man. Yeah. Lots of, uh, lots of energy drinks, lots of Cokes, lots of caffeine, lots of whatever I can get to keep me awake yep. um, through SmackDown through WrestleMania. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be too hard to go through WrestleMania uh, awake unless you, there's always a chance. But um, especially if it, I'm glad it's two nights now, not one night, because one night, ooh, there's a big time chance of falling asleep halfway through. Yep. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I, we talked about it before. I think it's going to be awful uh, for our bodies and for our, <laughs> our sleep, but it's going to be awesome. It's a trip that, you know, those are kind of always the fun trips of you're exhausted by the end of it, but you had a blast the entire time and that's, that's why you're so tired. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I knock on wood. I don't think there's anything that could really damper the weekend for me. Sure. Um, there's one way that it could damper, which we'll talk about, but I, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun no matter what. As far as the experience wise, yeah. like we're, we're hitting everything. Like yeah. if, if somebody who had never gone to WrestleMania before and I wasn't going with them and they came to me and they said, okay, I'm going to WrestleMania. What do I need to hit? I would tell them you need to hit this, 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 and this. And guess what? We're hitting all those things. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the only thing that we're not hitting that I've hit every other time is NXT, but uh, that doesn't matter at this point. Nope. Um, but in all sincerity, if you guys are out there listening to this and you've never been to a WrestleMania, I'm telling you, and Andy will tell you this as soon as we get back, you need to go. You need to just put it on your list. You need to make it happen. And you just need to go. It's an experience that every single wrestling fan has to experience before they die. I'm just, just, yeah. just I'm just being honest. And yeah. now that WrestleMania is two nights, it makes it so much easier. It does. You know, if you don't want to go to both nights, you don't have to go to both nights. 
you know, you're going to miss some stuff, but you have the chance to go to some other things and still hit WrestleMania. So yeah. I think it's a win-win. Uh, I think everybody needs to, again, you need to go to WrestleMania at least one time. Let's get down to the card, man. But before we do, thank you for checking out the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. If, if this is your first time or you've been with us since the beginning, thank you so much for doing that. We could not do this show without you, without the listener support, without the viewer support. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Chris Belcher. I am your phenomenal host. With me, as always, is the young buck, Andy York. Uh, make sure you're following along with us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Give us a five-star review. Hit the subscribe button on Bodyslam.net's YouTube channel. Hit the notifications bell. And throw some support to Sportswire Radio. The Reverend Tom Bryce, they do a great job over there. Um, this weekend is Final Four weekend, so keep it tuned into Sportswire Radio if you are not. Uh, if you're interested in Final Four coverage, I'm sure they're going to talk about it a whole lot on their live shows. So make sure that you keep it tuned in there. I know Andy and I are going to be keeping up with some final four stuff while we're gone as well. Um, it's kind of bittersweet, but we're going to be keeping up with it. It's the um, worst final four of all time. It's not the worst for final us four. for, for a Kentucky fan. It is the worst final four of all time. Why? Because we belong in it and we're not there. Yes. And Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Nova, Villanova are all in it. So yes. it's, it's bad. It is. It is definitely interesting. So, um, more on that. Check out Sports Wire Radio. All right, man. <laughs> let's break down the card. Uh, we're not going to go through every single match because literally we'd be here for three hours, uh, and we need to rearrange our sleep schedules and get on track. Because again, as you're listening to this, we are attempting to stay awake and going to Dallas. So, uh, let's start with Saturday, man. I'm going to run down the card and. We're going to talk about the thing that obviously is going to jump off the page to us. <laughs> so Saturday, here we go. Um, it is not confirmed yet. Rumored is the new day against Sheamus and either Butch or Ridge Holland. Uh, it seems like if you read online, that match is sort of up in the air. It's kind of confirmed, but not really. So we might see it and we might not. What we are going to see is Kevin Owens and so called Steve Austin face to face on the KO show in the middle of the ring. For Saturday Night of WrestleMania, we're also going to see the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team titles against Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura, Ray and Dominic Mysterio against The Miz and Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre against Happy Corbin, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair squaring off for the Raw Women's Championship, and for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. But what leaps off the page to everybody, let the <laughs> speculation begin. Seth Rollins, it's confirmed he will be wrestling a mystery opponent on Saturday night. Andy, yeah. If it's not Cody Rhodes, yeah. How are we feeling? It depends on who the person is because Cody is the obvious and, in my opinion, the only choice for this this spot. That's um, correct. Because they've been teasing it, they've been pushing to it. Every time Seth Rollins is on camera now on Monday Night Raw, there are loud, very loud Cody chants. Um, so it's definitely pushing that direction. But we have been in this spot before, and <laughs> we have been disappointed many, many times before. That is true. Um, and so if it's not Cody, there are three names that pop off on this on my off my list in my head that will more than likely be the spot. And I'll order them from 
the one that I'm okay with the most to the one that I might just walk out of the stadium, <laughs> get in the car, and just drive home if, if this happens. Um, if it's The Undertaker, I will be a little disappointed after the fact. Yep. But once the gong hits, the lights go out and all that, like, I'll be excited for the entrance and the hype. But then afterwards, I'll be like, it should have been Cody. I'd probably still say it should have been Cody. But in the moment, it, it'll be really cool. Shane McMahon is the middle one. Um, please don't. Please don't. Because it's – no. It's not It's not a good swerve. It's not a good moment. It's have him do something else at this point. Yep. Um, and then the last one and the one that would make me leave the stadium and never look back is if freaking Oldberg shows up, man. I – you know how loud I booed at Raw? Ooh. I may throw something at the ring if he – we're right by the entranceway. We're right by the ramp. I may throw something at him with at, at, him at that point because nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see him back. Nobody wants to see him squash another young talent. And the thing is, like, Seth needs a big opponent, and Seth needs to look strong even in this match yep. because he got squashed by Lesnar. And that's the last real image that we've seen of a big match with Seth Rollins is that. So he needs to get back on track. Um, I'm not saying he needs to win whoever he's facing against, um, but he definitely needs to look strong. It can't be another Undertaker-Cena moment. It has to be a full-on decent match um, that will kind of give Seth some some val- uh, validation. I'm going to answer this question myself a little bit later in the form of something else. So I'm going to ask you uh, another follow-up on that. We we've seen that they're teasing Cody. They they've teased Cody for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. What are the purse? What's the percentage you think that it is Cody versus that it's not Cody? Realistically, because the reason that I say that is because you just said it. WWE's let us down time and time again. Who's yeah. to say, I, I hearken this back to AEW. I hate to bring this up, but with CM Punk debuting. Tony Khan in the media and everything, basically he came out and said, look, everybody knows what's going to happen. We're not here to swerve anybody. We're just going to let it play out and let the moment be what it's going to be. That yeah. is exactly what we are experiencing right now with Cody Rhodes. Exactly. Yeah. And WWE's let us down before. They I'm have. not saying that whatever they bring out in place of Cody is going to be a letdown right. because they could shock us. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but in your mind, percentage wise, chances Cody shows up, can't, chances he doesn't. I think the chances of him showing up are higher, but okay. I don't think it's as high as Give it's not ball- as high as I would be comfortable with. So I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's like a 55% chance Cody shows up. Wow. Wow. You're going to think it's, yeah, I think it's like, I'm trying to do quick math here. That'd be um, 45 that he's not. Right. So probably like 30% taker. It's like 55 Cody, 30% taker. Okay. And then okay. split the difference between Shane and, <laughs> and Goldberg. Okay. And then, and then maybe somebody else, but okay. you know, it's not going to be the rock. It's not going to be, Braun Strowman, if it's Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt would be one that'd be like, oh, that's a good shock. That's a good swerve. That's a good moment. Don't think right. it's happening. Right. Um, so I don't, there's no other person that really sticks out other than The Undertaker right. um, that could show up and it be okay. And it, <laughs> and it, it works. Right. What if this happens? And I've been thinking about this. And the more and more I think about it, I kind of like this idea. 
what if Shane McMahon's music hits and he introduces Cody Rhodes yeah. and Shane becomes Cody's advocate? Could you imagine the heat that Cody Rhodes would have? See, I don't know if it would be Cody having the heat or Shane's just still having the heat. Like, I, I don't. I well, don't, I think it's Shane I think is it's, so good at getting the hate now. Right, but I th- I think it kind of rubs off. It does absolutely in the sense of you know the absolutely relationship. Yeah, I, I think I think that'd be a great way to get expectations low. Is if you have Shane come out full gear, like he's getting ready to wrestle. Yep, and then he grabs a microphone and says, "Oh no no no, I'm not your opponent." And then Kingdom hits. That would be yes. that would be a good way. That would be. Honestly, that would be the same thing that they did with the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania 33, and it worked. Like, it it worked worked perfectly. That's still maybe the biggest WrestleMania pop of all time. That pop is huge. I mean, it's massive. It's it's top three for sure. Yeah, so I think this this Cody pop, if if it actually is Cody, I think it could be just as high as that because it's anticipated and people are excited for it and people are ready to, like, to blow the roof off over it. So um, I don't think think it matters who – comes out with Cody, if anybody comes out with Cody, I think he's going to get a massive pop and a massive cheer. I think that stuff will really start to play over the next night, Monday Night Raw. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's a good way to swerve because you're still not you're still not doing away from the obvious choice because it's the right choice. Like you're like you know, Smoke and Mirrors, oh here's this, boom, there's Cody. Which Smoke and Mirrors is another <laughs> Cody reference that it even, is. That didn't even mean until just now. Um, the only thing that concerns me, man, I know I would rank them in in your order as well. Taker, Shane, Goldberg. The only thing that concerns me, man, is if you read all the dirt sheets and all that kind of stuff, the Shane McMahon was originally supposed to be Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania, yeah. and now that that could potentially be back in play, like that's what concerns me about it. Yeah, that concern that that's that's part of my pro like that's part of my scare is yep. that and yep. you know I think I don't know I, there's always a chance that it's going to be somebody like that yep. especially at WrestleMania yep. um I don't know I don't I'm that's the thing I'm the most it's the weird that's the thing one of the things I'm most excited for and the thing that I'm the most nervous about yes is that which I think is a good thing like that should be a, a, a natural response to this but. Well, let me let me let me, let me let me kind of put your mind at ease. The last yeah. WrestleMania that I went to was WrestleMania 35. Correct. WrestleMania 35 is is well known for being one of the longest WrestleManias in history, and it felt like it. Trust me. But half of it in, was just Triple H versus Batista, <laughs> right? And that was a great match. Don't don't knock on that match. It was great. Um, but in that show, there were three big things that the fans wanted yep. to see three huge things that WWE could easily have not given us. Seth Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston finally winning the WWE title, and Becky Lynch beating Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Those three things happened in the same night. So, it could happen. And this is the first real i don't want to say real but it's the first true wrestlemania back and since wrestlemania first, since that wrestlemania because it's the first real wrestlemania back it 36 is. was the 
pandemic, you know, no fans, no crowd. Right. And then last year it was only like half a stadium, I think. Not um, even. And so not yeah, even. There was like a fourth of a stadium. Plus yeah. you had the rain delay and all that other stuff that kind of went against it. So like this is like the first real WrestleMania back. However, we also said that about the Rumble, and we, we kind of saw how that played out as well. So it's it's one of those of I think they're I think they're holding their big guns until this point, until WrestleMania. And I think we're gonna get a lot of really cool, surprising stuff and shock stuff over both nights. Yep. Um, it's just one of those that I hope they're not overthinking the situation and be like, oh, they want to see Cody? We're here at Shane. Like, let's just let's just swerve him with that. And it's like, no, right. it's it's the obvious choice for a reason. Well, again, I'm gonna give you my thoughts a little bit later in the show. But on speaking Plus, of all that, one yes. other thing, real quick. Plus, yes. I'm also excited for Cody to finally show up so we can finally put this thing to rest. <laughs> right. I'm ready to be done with it. Yes. I think a lot of people are too, if I'm being honest. Um, Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, it's going to be a moment unlike anything we've ever seen before. Um, I can honestly tell you, I haven't seen Stone Cold Steve Austin since 1997, and he was just getting hot at that point. So the pop when that glass breaks. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Okay. Um, What else are we looking forward to, man? Uh, On night number one of WrestleMania, a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff, eh, not so much. What What are you thinking? Uh, I'm telling you, the match that I'm most looking forward to um, that has been announced, and the one that I've been looking forward to the most for the longest is Becky Bianca. I think that match is going to be a barn burner. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And at this point, honestly, I think it's a coin toss of who's going to walk away with it. Um, mm, I could really? see Becky, I could see Bianca winning it and getting her win back from SummerSlam. I could also see Becky, Becky winning it. I could, I could see Becky walking away with the title as well. Um, I think the storyline makes more sense for her to lose it and then her go completely crazy and just have some sort of breakdown. And, you know, maybe she gets involved in the Charlotte Ronda match later on. Maybe she, you know, attacks Vince McMahon halfway through the, I don't know what she does. But, yeah. I, you know, I think that storyline makes more sense. But, you know, I think it would also be interesting to keep the belt on Becky and have her go forward as champ and see who can finally beat Becky and take that title off of her. I would be concerned at what Becky Lynch would be without the title. And I think that's a scary place to go. Uh, I think it's where they're going to go. So I yeah. think we're going to get to see what that's like. But I, Becky Lynch has been champion since she's been since WrestleMania 35. 35 yeah. So I don't know. Nobody really knows what's that, what that is like. So it's one of the reasons I think they're going to go there. Yeah. We'll have to see what that looks like, though. But I, I'm 100% think Bianca Belair is winning this match. Um, I'm looking forward to, and I said this last week, man, I'm going to say it again. Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura against the <laughs> Usos. I'm so ready for it, man. I cannot wait. Like, yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I was going back and I was watching SmackDown because it's, full disclosure, it's been a very busy week at work um, this week. I haven't got to watch SmackDown yet. So I was watching SmackDown before we recorded this. And the (laughs) opening match of SmackDown is Jimmy Uso against Shinsuke Nakamura. I fast forwarded through the match. I'm like, I don't want to see it. Like, I want to wait. I want to see it at WrestleMania when all four of them are going at it. Man, I know that that might not be the popular choice. But man, I can't wait for this match. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I... 
Rick Boogs is one of those guys that he he shouldn't work at all, but he does, and it's like his gimmick is amazing. Honestly, I think part of it is because of Pat McAfee. I'm sure, to be it is. Completely honest, I think Pat plays a massive role in this. Um, is McAfee's match on Saturday night or Sunday night? Sunday. Okay, good. So I hope he's on commentary for this match because yeah. I want to see him on the desk dancing and all of that stuff. Look, I, the Usos are one of, if not the best tag teams in the world today. Yes. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, when he is given the proper time and allowed to wrestle the style that he can wrestle, is almost is one of the is one of the guys that it's almost hard to beat because he's yep. that good in the ring. And so if you give them enough time to shine, Boogs is one of those guys that he's a fan favorite right now. And so as soon as he gets in the ring, it's going to be a massive pop and cheer. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. Like I, I fully expect the Usos to retain. I don't yep. think there's a chance Shinsuke and, and Boogs win. Um, I kind of hope they keep the titles on the bloodline for at least another year because I think that's an amazing story. Yep. Um, but I, you know, I, it's one of the matches as well that I'm looking forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, let's move on to Sunday. Um, lots of stuff. Uh, obviously, again, we're not hitting everything. Ronda Charlotte. We kind of talked about that last week. Um, Drew and, and Baron Corbin. I think that could be a good match. Yeah. Um, I really do because Corbin can put on good matches given the right situations. Yeah. Um, Mysterio's Miz and Logan Paul. It kind of is what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Sunday night, of course, it's going to be headlined by the unification match. The Universal Champion Roman Reigns against the WWE Champion Brock Lesnar. AJ Styles and Edge in the dream match we have all been waiting for. RK Bro, Street Profits, and Alpha Academy triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team titles. Pat McAfee, as we mentioned earlier, against Austin Theory with Vince McMahon lurking around somewhere. <laughs> Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville in an anything goes match. Uh, just confirmed this last week on Raw, Bobby Lashley making his return versus Omos. And then for the Women's Tag Team Championship in a fatal four-way, Zelina Vega and Carmella against Shayna Baszler and Natalia, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, let's talk about the obvious. Well, there's more than one obvious here. <laughs> um, well, let's go with this one first. The unification match. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. To know that I went to WrestleMania four years ago and had no interest, just like the rest of the crowd in the Superdome, had no interest in seeing this match. And now it's the match everybody wants to see. And yep. that's just a testament to how good Brock Lesnar is, mm -hmm. how good Roman Reigns is, how good Paul Heyman is. Honestly, Sandra hate tweets that Chris Belcher 24, but I'm going to say this anyway. How good the WWE creative team is for making us actually care and be invested in this match. Yeah. Because four years ago, nobody cared. Now, yeah. everybody cares. Yeah, and look, the, the promo Roman cut on Raw was amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. He is... I think I tweeted this out watching it. He is on a different level than everybody else, and it's not even close. Yep. Um, and that's not just in ring. That's like his promo, his character, all of it is on a completely different level than anybody else right now. So he 
he is on a different playing field. Brock's on a different playing field. It's it's going to be really interesting. I my only concern is we've seen this match three times now, correct? Four times. Um, four three times, times at WrestleMania. Three times at WrestleMania. We have also seen it at two Saudi shows, and is that three including this mania? So you got WrestleMania thirty one, mm-hmm. WrestleMania thirty four. Yes, this one would be this the one. third WrestleMania. Movie. Okay, so okay. you got WrestleMania 31, 34, Summer Greatest Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and Crown Jewel. So we've seen it five times. We've seen it five times. This will be number six. And one of the five times has been good. And the only reason why that one was good was partially because Seth Rollins cashed in and, and won the title. I would say the second Saudi match was good. The most recent one at Crown Jewel, that one was good. Yeah, that one was good. That one was better. Um, that one was a lot better. But I, it's just one of those of their track record is not the best when it comes to these. That is one hundred percent the truth. Yeah. So there, there is some trepidation. There is some nervousness. But I think they're both on different levels. Yep. Um, I honestly, <laughs> this may be the AEW side of me. I'm honestly expecting there to be blood from both guys in this match, and I think this is yep. the only one. Maybe Edge and AJ, but this is the only one where blood would make most sense. I think it would enhance the match even more. Um, um I would say maybe Bianca Becky too. That's like what that I was one, gonna say. Becky and Bianca. Be, yep. That one would be another one. But I, I could see I could see because what's really interesting is WrestleMania thirty one, Brock was the one that got busted open. WrestleMania 34, Roman's the one that got busted open. Yep. WrestleMania 38, I think they're both going to be bleeding like crazy all over the place. I'm excited for this match. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's like a 95% chance Roman walks out as champ. I agree. But there's still that 5% chance that Brock could win. And it's sure. that that 5% chance is what I think is the most exciting about this match. It's like the biggest 5% chance there is. Absolutely. You know, you're it's holding like Randy on. Orton. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. And John Cena. John Cena yeah, and, Randy yeah, Orton. and Triple yeah. H. You can even throw Triple H into that mix. Um, yeah. You just never know with those guys. Let's talk about the other obvious one, man. Guys that are on another level and guys, that, man, AJ Styles and Edge. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we have been clamoring for this match ever since Edge speared AJ. Royal Rumble 2020 and separated his yeah. shoulder. Everybody's won of the match since then, and I'm so glad that we're getting it. Yeah, my not concerned. I think the the, the match is going to be amazing. I'm not concerned about the match at all. I, I, the build to this hasn't been the best um, because the heel turn was awesome, the character change was awesome, all of that was awesome. But like the Monday before, you have both of them cut a backstage promo. Instead of being out there face to face, like it, it was just off to me. It seemed a little weird, but the match itself is going to be amazing. It's easily probably going to be in ring work the best match of the weekend, and it might not even be close. It's not going to be close. Honestly, the only one that could, could see second be best close. would be the only one that could see close to it is Seth and Cody. If yes. Yes, I agree. If given enough time and circumstances and everything else, correct. I think that one could. I think that could be the show stealer. And could be the one that's like the dark horse, but I think the obvious choice is Edge and AJ. Can we go down a rabbit hole for a second? Um, Absolutely. You may or may not like where I'm going to go with this, but I'm going to make a bold statement here. <laughs> we as wrestling fans, 
especially as WWE fans, oftentimes give WWE crap for bringing back guys and Absolutely. putting the legends over. And we've done that on the show. <laughs> Goldberg. Goldberg. I mean, come on. But you cannot sit here and tell me. Nobody. I, I challenge any wrestling fan to sit here and tell me that you can find a run, a two-year run even, as good as Edge has had since he returned in 2020. As far as from like a legend's perspective, yeah, like bringing somebody back, like this is an example. I just put over WWE Creative, and I'm going to do it again. When you have WWE Creative investing in a character, and that character cares as much yeah. as Edge does, putting those two things together, I mean, anything Edge has touched in the last two years has turned to gold. Absolutely. I'll even put up his 40-minute match in the pandemic <laughs> WrestleMania with Randy Orton. Yeah. I'll even put up the greatest wrestling match ever with Randy Orton. All of those things, like everything Edge has done has been perfect since yeah. he's been back. The only one that I could think of, um, and this may even be cheating a little bit, is Sean's second run. But even then, after he came back from injury, hey, he was gone for however many years. Right. Um, but even like if he'd have left it's, and never returned, would he I, have been I, a legend? I, that, I see that's what, kind of the question. Yes. I see what you're saying. Like it it's sort of the same. Right. But Sean was much younger when he came back he the didn't second have, time as well. He didn't have the first run that was really good at the same like a Hall of Fame career run, his first run, to come back and add even more on top of that. Yeah. Better than he had done. The Edge might be the only one. I can't really think of anybody else that has really done that. Right. Um, like even even the even the short runs that The Rock has had has not been as yeah, good as what Edge no, has done. No, because WrestleMania 27 was a disaster, right. absolute disaster. Right. Um, now, I, in Sean's case, I do think his first run was a Hall of Fame run, but he. I'm not going to say that Edge's was more like absolute right. than Sean's was, but Sean really solidified his. Edge yeah. is like, I'm not going to say his runs better than Sean's, but like we've said it on here. He's doing the best work he's ever done in his career. Yeah. And he was a Hall of Famer. My thing is like Edge has gone for nine years and was told he would never wrestle again. Sean had some personal problems, needed back surgery. He ended up coming back a lot sooner. So I think right. you're I think you're on the right track with that. I'm not saying that you're wrong or you're right. I just think that like to this point, this edge run has been perfect. Yeah. Like I think I Sean's just, the only close one. And yes. it's not even close. Even that aspect's not even close. And you gotta remember Edge was out with injury after that greatest after that greatest wrestling match for from Five, then until months. Rumble. Until, until Rumble. the Rumble. Right. So he was out for almost another year at that point. Yep. Um, and so really this has only been like a, a year and a half run of mm -hmm. Edge that's been absolutely amazing all the way through. But it just goes to show you, my point in all this is that WWE can book legends yep. and make us care deeply about them and be invested in them 
sometimes they just choose not to. And I'm not. Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm not. I'm not a WWE shill. A lot of times, I am. I am harder on them than you are, and <laughs> a lot most of the time. Right. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to someone like Oldberg. I think right. that's. I think that's his ego more than it is necessarily WWE's creative at times. Um, I don't know that. I well. I don't know that it's his ego as much right. it is as it is his lack of wrestling ability. Yes, that too. That definitely I, plays a part into it. I think if the dude could wrestle a little more, we might have some more meaningful stuff. Maybe, but even then, like Edge hasn't come in and taken a title off of Kevin Owens that he has worked hard to, and that storyline they're building to WrestleMania right. deserved to be a Universal Championship match. Goldberg didn't come in and take that off of him. Goldberg hasn't come in and squashed the Fiend's hot run just to end it for no reason. Um, just that Braun Strowman take the butt off of him. So I think Goldberg's, I think it's booking at the same time, but I also think yep. Goldberg does not help himself in these situations. I don't think creative has been perfect with Edge. I think Edge has made everything perfect right. because of how good he is. Bingo, that's it. And I think that's the difference between Edge and a Goldberg. And I think Edge and The Undertaker, the only difference there is I think Undertaker's age got in the way. Sure. Of a I, lot of it. Yes. And yep. that's not, I mean, you can't blame fault. Taker for, for his age, for his depleted body from the years yep. of wrestling that he has done at the same time. So I think Edge, I think Edge has an upper hand, yep. um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he has turned everything he has touched into gold. Whether it's been good or bad, he has turned it that way. And there, there's no doubting that. Well, we were talking about Triple H and his mind for wrestling earlier. Edge is the same way. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, you get a perfect storm of a guy that's in incredible shape, a guy that cares about what he's doing, has an incredible mind for what he's doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. Do you think WWE, uh, again, we sit here and give them credit, but do you think the idea of the brood bloodbath, do you think they had that idea? Do you oh. think that was Edge's idea? Do you think this character change was their right. idea? Or do you think it's Edge's idea? Exactly. Like, they're not going to sit sit there and turn Edge heel because Edge is probably at right below Roman Reigns and selling merchandise and selling yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it was probably him saying, we need me to turn heel to go against AJ Styles to make this match even better and feel yeah. more important. So, I, you know, Edge is one of those guys. We talked about Triple H has the wrestling mind, but he has – the business mind of pro wrestling down to a science. Edge has pro wrestling down to a science. Yep. Character development, promo work, character change, in-ring stuff, like all of it. He, he's got it down as well. So it's, you know, it's amazing to sit here and watch. Um, I got very, like, I caught the very end of Edge's career when I first started watching wrestling. And what I watched, he was one of my favorites yep. in, in WWE from from when I first started watching to his injury and having being forced to retire and he has not skipped a beat since returning. And it's amazing to see that. You talked about greatest heels in wrestling earlier. His rated R superstar <laughs> run yeah. like made me amazing. the biggest edge fan ever. I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. Could you imagine uh, not to go on a rabbit hole, but could you imagine if edge was put in charge of character development for NXT Oh, the way that he and Triple H could put their heads together and create NXT, like, oh my gosh. He, 
this is going to sound terrible because I love Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly's single push in NXT was all awful. but a disaster. It was awful. <laughs> and it I don't think it's awful. necessarily Kyle O'Reilly's fault. I really don't. I think he wasn't put in a good situation. He was Adam Cole's last feud going out of NXT and everybody was going to boo that, Matt. Everybody was going to yep. boo that because they want Adam Cole to stick around. Because you imagine the character that Edge could have come up with with Adam Cole or even Aleister Black in NXT. Karrion Cross. Man, like, I'm telling you, Karrion Cross, Aleister Black, and Edge, that would have been like a match made in creative heaven. It like, they could have done some incredible things. Even Tommaso Ciampa. Like, yes. I, Ch- Ciampa gives me Edge vibes when he yep. comes out with no music and getting booed. Yep. He understands Absolutely. that the boos are louder when there's no music. Yep. And to get that heat and to get FU chance at him is like a massive deal. Edge got that at ECW one night stand. So he understands how to get that reaction. Those two guys working together. Plus being the underdog babyface working with Johnny Gargano, that feud was already like 4.9 stars out of five. If Edge was involved and creative behind that, it would have been like eight stars out of five. So it'd have been, it'd have been awesome. Listen, that, that feud was already at least five stars. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. The last match, the last match kind of put it down for me. A little no, bit. it was a great match, but that's a topic for another discussion. <laughs> anyway, uh, we sorry, we went down the rabbit hole a little bit there. But, man, we talked last week. We talked about the, the Fatal 4-Way women's tag, which could be good. Uh, we talked about Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Anything goes, literally, anything goes. It's going to be wild. Um everybody who's been listening to this podcast recently knows how big of fans we are of Pat McAfee. Can't say enough about him and Austin Theory. Uh, interesting that Lashley is back. Lashley and Omos. I don't know how I'm going to take that match. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the Triple Threat Raw tag team title match. RK Bro Street Profits and Alpha Academy. And what are you expecting out of this match um, from these teams? Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a really good match. I think the two tag matches, the one on Saturday, the one on Sunday, I think could be Dark Horse match of the nights for both nights because I think they they have the potential of being really, really good. Yep. Um, honestly, I don't know who's going to win this, and I don't think it really matters who wins this. I think all three right. teams could win it. I think any of the three teams could win, and it would be yep. fine. I do think if RK, RK Bro loses – I would love to see a heel turn at WrestleMania. Yep, yep. And I would love it. I love Randy Orton as heel. I love Randy Orton as heel. But let Matt Riddle turn heel. That would be yep. the most interesting thing to me. Yep. Is let Matt turn heel. And could you imagine? I don't I don't know if he would do it. But the next night on Raw, he comes out in like a suit and tie and his hair is like put up in a bun. Like he's a proper heel. Yep. Yep. Like something like that would be awesome to see that. Um, but I think it's going to be a great match. I really do too. I'm looking forward to it very much. All right. We quickly ran down these cards, uh, but <laughs> let's look at the Saturday card. Let's look at the Sunday card. I didn't tell you I was going to do this before we started recording. That's fine. Give me something from each night, Saturday and Sunday, a prediction of a finish that might be less than obvious that you think like I really think this is going to happen and it would be really cool. Something like, okay, for example, let's say that Roman and Brock, okay, no, that's a bad example. Sorry. Um, let's say Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. 
most people are expecting Pat McAfee to win that match. But you're going to say, oh, Austin Theory is going to win that match. Just give me some, give me a prediction for both nights that you think could be something really interesting to see where we go after WrestleMania. Um, I'm trying to think of, especially the Saturday card. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think, I'll tell you what, I'll, tell you, I'll give you one that I think, I'll let you think on it for a second. Okay. I think there's a good chance that the Miz and Logan Paul beat the Mysterios. I think there's a very good chance of that. I do too. And I think there's also a good chance that Dominic could turn heel yes. on his dad there as well. Yes. Um, okay. I'll give you one. I think, I think there's a good chance that Charlotte beats Rhonda. I do too. And yep. I think she does it by putting her in the figure four, figure eight. And I don't yep. think Rhonda taps, but I think Rhonda like passes out or something. Yep. I think I, that, I think that would be, I think that's probably the way they're going to go. And then Rhonda leaves and may never come back. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with that. Um, Sunday. Let's go with Sunday. Um, so for that one, we're going to play off the fact that Shane McMahon is now the advocate for Cody Rhodes. Okay. Let's go to Sunday. Pat McAfee, Austin Theory. I think Shane gets involved. I think Cody may get, let's say Cody gets involved help Austin Theory to win, and now we have like a little faction where Cody's the top guy in that faction. Cody's the main star. Cody's the one that you push. Yep. Shane can be the the advocate, can be the voice. Austin Theory can be the mid-card guy. You can find yep. a tag team, and that could be like Vince McMahon's legacy. Corporation. Corporation, whatever. Yeah. That yeah. could be that, that starts that night. I like that. Uh, I'm going to pick an unpopular one. <laughs> uh, an unpopular one, at least between you and I, because we've discussed this before. I think Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan win the tag titles. I yeah. hate that. And I know you hate it too, because <laughs> both of these women do not deserve to be in the tag division. No, but I think they win the tag titles. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that Shayna and Natty walk away with the titles. Yeah, more so than anybody else because I think Shasha, wow, Sasha, Sasha. Naomi, Rhea, and Liv can go off and do their own separate things now. And you can keep the belts on Shayna and Natty and let them do their thing. (laughs) But I could also see that happening as well. All right. More on these cards. We'll get in depth after WrestleMania, obviously, especially after night one and after night two. We'll have a lot to say. Uh, as long as we are alive and kicking, and as long as we have a voice, we're yeah. going to be live after both nights of WrestleMania on the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel. Make sure you're tuned in and make sure you hit that subscribe button, the notifications bell. Before we sign off, we got a couple more things to get to. We always hand out our high spots and our turd sandwiches, the highs and the lows, but of course, for pay-per-views. Andy, what do you think is going to be the high spot of WrestleMania? Andy, what do you think is going to be the turd sandwich of WrestleMania? And for your high spot, you are not allowed to say Edge and AJ because that is the obvious. We have established that nobody's going to touch them. That's That's going to be heads above everything else. Um, What's your high spot of WrestleMania? So are we doing just one per night or just for the whole show altogether? Heck, do one per night. That's fine. Go for it. Okay. 
So for Saturday night, I'll let you take the other one because to hear the glass break is going to be no matter that, what happens after that, that's going to be that the high spot of the night. That was mine for Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's fine. Can, but it's fine. because I, I didn't grow up watching Austin, I wasn't really I was barely breathing when Austin was still wrestling going on. But my brother, who got me into wrestling as well, is a massive Stone Cold fan. So I like I know a lot about Stone Cold's history, and yep. he was one of the first ones that I knew watching wrestling. And just to hear the glass break, hear the pop, you know, I'm definitely going to be recording it. I'm definitely going to be sending it to my brother. It's like, haha, I get to see this before you ever did. But right. that's that's just going to be awesome. That's going to be yes. amazing to hear that. I agree for Saturday for sure. Absolutely, it's Austin. Yeah, no doubt. What's your high spot for Sunday? What do you think? <sighs> It's weird. My high spot is Pat McAfee. Yes, I really think too. Pat McAfee <laughs> is going to be the guy that he's going to be this year's bad bunny. And the, yep. that the match is going to be better than it should be. Yep. Uh, if he hits a Panama sunrise and like does something to the camera to call Adam Cole or something, that would be amazing. It just but does a boom. Or, just a boom. Know. Or just yep. does that or something. Yep. <laughs> I, it's going to be awesome. I think Pat McAfee is going to steal the spotlight from everybody. WrestleMania Sunday. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm very much, you know, that I'm looking forward to Pat McAfee <laughs> as well, but daggum Johnny Knoxville is going to do something stupid. <laughs> that's going to be wild, man. I, I fully expect that to be the wildest thing we have seen on yes. WrestleMania in a long time. Yeah. I, I need a spot with Wee Man and Hornswoggle at some point during Oh, that would be so good. Just oh, let man. both of them. Let Sami Zayn be on a table and let both of them jump jump from the top of a ladder through Sami Zayn or something. That would just be amazing. That would be wild. All right. Um, for you know one side, there's always another side. The the lows of WrestleMania, and you can do just one, or you want to do one per night. That's fine. Uh, what do you think? So we're probably gonna one. FYI, we're probably gonna agree on these, but go probably on. I don't know. We may not. I think the turd sandwich. At least for Saturday night, I honestly think it's going to be Charlotte and Ronda. Oh, I think man, that might be the that. worst thing on the card. I I don't think Ronda's heart is in it, to be completely transparent. Sure. And I don't think she's going to take it that – no, she's not going to take it seriously because I think she's professional. But I, I just don't – I think it's going to be another Brock Lesnar-Dean Ambrose situation. Hmm. And I don't think it's going to work out well. And I hope I'm wrong, but I, that right now that's how, where I'm leaning the most for at least third sandwich on Saturday night. I'm going to go with the Mysterios against Miz and Logan Paul. I think it's going to be garbage. Like, I don't even want to yeah. watch it. I don't even want to see it. I really don't. Yeah, I think Logan Paul's going to do something stupid. He might. But, but I just, no, not yeah. into it at all. Uh, yeah. What about for Sunday? What do you, you got one for Sunday? Um, I'm trying to run in the card in my head real quick on Sunday. I'll give you mine. Okay, Bobby Lashley and Omos. Yeah, that one's up there. I don't uh, unless I, Bobby wins. I, I think Bobby's going to win, but I still think it's gonna be garbage. Yeah. Um I just don't I just don't that see might how be that's gonna be any yeah, good. I don't see how it's gonna be any good. Because I can't okay. think of anything else that's on the Sunday show that's gonna be like that. One of the things that myself and Jared Justice are infamous for in going to WrestleMania. <laughs> is we like to make guarantees on this show about what we guarantee is going to happen at WrestleMania. Like, if you're putting money down, what do you think is happening at WrestleMania? It can be a finish, can be a spot, 
can be a debut. It can be whatever. And now we're not going to say like, I guarantee you the glass is going to shatter and Steve Austin. <laughs> like we're not, we're not saying that. Right. But if you're guaranteeing that something that's not obvious is going to happen at this WrestleMania, let me preface this by saying the story behind all this is I famously walking to the Superdome at WrestleMania 34. Jared asked me this question, and I said with 100% certainty, Roman Reigns is beating Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania 34. And I was wrong. So it's fun to revisit. So if we're going to guarantee something that is going to happen at WrestleMania beyond a shadow of a doubt. What do you think it's going to be? Oh man. Um, I have no idea. I guarantee that I'm going to have a great time. Um, well, we know that. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna let you take yours because I, I okay. might know what yours is. You so know, you're gonna call is. back to WrestleMania 34, which would be you know fun. what mine is. You know, um, I think it's a guarantee, and this may be obvious, this may not be. I think it's a guarantee that after the main event of Sunday, I think we get it. If you smell, The Rock yeah. comes out, The Rock yeah. walks down, and I've been saying that since before SummerSlam because yes. I remember talking about it, and I'm Putting all the chips on the table, I yep. still think The Rock is going to be at WrestleMania, and I think yep. he's going to confront Roman right after the main event. I 100% agree, and I 100% I like. I'm begging that you are right. I'm Me begging. Too. Me too. I am begging that I am not right on mine, okay. but I'm going to throw it out in the universe anyway. Earlier, we were talking about Cody Rhodes, and I said I'll address oh, it later. No. Well, here it comes. Oh no, no, no! My guarantee of the night is that we don't get Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania; we get him at Raw. Like they wait, they wait again. And that, that spot at WrestleMania is the undertaker. The more and more that I repeat it to myself, the more and more I believe it. And you said it earlier that you don't want to see it, but my guarantee is we're going to see taker Cena 2.0. And that's, what's going to happen to Rollins. And honestly, I'll unlike you, I don't think Rollins will be hurt by that. Because it's the Undertaker, yeah. But I think that's what we're going to get, and I think Rollins comes out on Monday, and he says, "I wasn't ready for that." Blah 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 blah. You know, you know how Seth Rollins goes on and throws his tantrum, then Cody shows up. That's what I think. I hope you're wrong. I really I do hope too. you're wrong. I, I do hope too. You're wrong. But listen, here's the thing: as you said it earlier, I know. If it's Cody, we get Kingdom and everybody goes nuts. Yeah. If it's not Cody and we get The Undertaker, the gong hits at WrestleMania one more time and we yeah. get a Taker moment and it's somewhat okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I also hope, kind of piggybacking off that really quick, I also hope it's not like another WrestleMania 32 where like Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and Mick Fuller come out to beat up or you have that Bray Wyatt rock segment that right. Bray Wyatt cuts an amazing promo. And then the rock just kind of, you know, Squashes dismantles them really quick for no reason. So I hope it's not anything like that. I, we need, my only hope is that, well, my biggest hope is that Cody shows up, but also that Seth looks strong after this. Yep. Cause I think Seth is maybe the first one or at least a couple down the line to challenge next for the unified title. And he should be. 
absolutely should be. Uh, here's a name we didn't throw out earlier. Uh, we're kind of going down a rabbit hole as we wrap up here. A name we didn't throw out earlier, man, as a possibility for Seth is John Cena. Like, what if that happens? That one would be okay. That one I think would be fine because you'd get the Cena sucks chance anyway, and the exactly. John Cena sucks song and all of that stuff. So I think that would be fine. The reason um, I, the reason I bring him up is because he did an interview this week where they asked him about his wrestling career and all that, and he said he literally every day misses being a full time wrestler. Yeah, it's like he's not done. He's I think coming he shows back. up in some capacity. Yeah, I, I think he. I don't know what I don't know when he would show up other mm-hmm. than maybe this spot. Um, right. So I'm trying to think of like is there anybody with that he has history with other than like. Edge. Randy Orton or Edge. That's it. Um, I mean, maybe Edge, maybe Edge loses to AJ and goes crazy and starts to beat him up, and then Cena makes the save to call back that Cena Edge rivalry, the Cena or the yep. Cena AJ rivalry, the Cena Edge rivalry. Yep. You know, maybe. something like that. But yep. See, we've had we've had we've had regular Cena, we've had Thugonomic Cena. Now we need the uh, uh, oh, what was his first one? Um. Oh, the, the, um, where he wore the gear of the green shorts. They were, yeah. The city that they were in. Or we get NWO Cena. That would be interesting. Him and Hogan. Yeah. There's got to be a Scott Hall tribute at some point. There's got to be. Yes, I agree. There's not, if they're not going to do a ladder match, which if you're not, if you're going to have the IC title and the US title on SmackDown the night before, put it on the main card because it deserves to be on the main card. And put it in a ladder match. Like, just let it be in a ladder match. That would be yep. ideal. But if we're not going to get that, Hogan and, and coming out. And, and unify the titles like you've been standing on that hill for a long time. Just have the ladder match and unify the titles. Why don't we just put all the titles in a ring? Have Finn versus Ricochet versus Becky versus Charlotte versus Roman versus Brock versus the Usos versus RK-Bro. Throw in Dolph Ziggler's NXT Championship and Carmelo Hayes's. <laughs> throw them all together, and whoever wins is just the champion of the WWE, and just go from there. Roman Reigns is the undisputed, unified WWE Intercontinental United States North NXT. American Champion. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, one more thing before we sign off. Thanks for hanging <laughs> with us, y'all. We're really, if we're. Like it sounds like we're really sleep deprived already. Like we're not even we're practicing. Good grief. <laughs> um, but last thing before we sign off, man, what are you looking forward to about this weekend? I mean, we've talked about so much that's going to happen. What are you looking? If if you could pick out one thing that you're looking forward to, what is it? The thing I'm looking forward to the most is Saturday night, whatever time the gates open walking in and not just seeing it on my phone or seeing the reveal or whatever, but walking in and just seeing WrestleMania. Like that's the thing that, yes, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. And yes, I'm looking forward to being around wrestling fans and everything. Uh, Yes. I'm looking forward to the trip, you know, hanging out with you talking about wrestling and shooting the breeze and everything else. Walking in, seeing WrestleMania, the big, if it's just a big led board, I'll be a little disappointed, but it'll still take my breath away. And I'm ready for it. That's the thing I'm most looking forward to is the atmosphere yep. that WrestleMania brings. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, you, yeah, I 100% agree. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm looking forward to as well. And I've experienced it twice, but there's nothing like it. <laughs> yeah. There's n- absolutely yeah. nothing like Every entrance to every 
no matter if you've been to the building or not, every entrance to every wrestling event that you go to is different and yep. it feels different and it yep. looks different and it, it startles you in a different way. Um, yeah. and WrestleMania is just on another level. The only so. one that I can compare it to is when I walked in for the first time to NXT war games and seeing the double rings and seeing the double cage and everything that was super cool. And then like the next night walking in and seeing the diff, like the survivor series set and all that stuff. And so that like, that's cool, but I'm expecting it to be like, but now a thousand times bigger. You are about to walk into a stadium with a yeah. wrestling ring in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that. And then, you know, spoiler alert when Nashville gets SummerSlam like outdoors, the mat, like I'm expecting like a big guitar or something as the oh, entrance yeah. way, like something oh, like yeah. that. Things like that is the thing I'm looking forward to the most. It's going to be awesome for all of the coverage that you're going to get all the extra content. Guys, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of it. Make sure you're subscribed to bodyslam.net YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on social media. Andy's at Andy underscore PBWP. I'm at Chris Belcher 24. The show is at PBW podcast. We're going to crank out as much content as possible. As soon as we log off here, I'm actually going to delete stuff off my phone so that I have storage to make as much content as I possibly can guys, because I'm telling you, I don't want to live this thing through my phone or through social media or anything, but we keep saying it for those of you who have never gone, you need to go and there's nothing like experiencing it firsthand. We're going to try to capture that as best we can and talk about it as much as we can. But Andy, at this time, as they're listening to this, we are on the road, man. It's here. It's WrestleMania, baby. Um, just a few short days away. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I, my only concern is that I get bit by the WrestleMania bug. And then every year I'm like, Oh, gotta go this year. Oh, gotta go this year. And that's, that's not going to end well, but guess what? That's a real thing. I'm just telling you right now. I I can, every time I go to like a Kentucky football basketball game, I'm like, I should buy season tickets and come every, like I should make the drive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We hope you guys will come along this ride with us again. Bodyslam.net's YouTube channel, Sportswire Radio, and wherever you find your podcast at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't miss it. And of course, make sure you got your Peacock subscription. Make sure that you watch WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, SmackDown, Hall of Fame, Raw, NXT, GCW, Impact, ROH, whatever your bag is. Baby, as Austin Powers would say. Um, there's something for everybody. Enjoy this incredible weekend. I would argue that it's bigger than the Super Bowl, but it is the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and uh, sitting with us as we blab on and talk about this. We're just excited, guys, and we hope that you'll come along and try with us. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. This has been the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast midweek WrestleMania preview. We'll catch you guys down the road.